Hello listeners welcome back to another episode of the Kishkinda Kanda season of the Ramayana podcast Episode 6 Kishkinda Kanda In the last episode Rama asks Sugriv to challenge Vali again this time lending his full support After recovery from injuries Sugriv trained himself and a legion of monkey warriors reached the Kishkinda kingdom Sugriv declares war and the brothers start fighting Vali is surprised with which Sugriv fights him he suspects that he would kill him and then at one opportune moment Rama finds a perfect shot. He unleashes a deadly arrow and injures Vali badly. Vali in his last moments gives his son Angad and requests Sugriv to treat him like his own and ends his life. Excited by battle victory, Sugriv and his companions completely forget their end of the deal. After Rama and Lakshmana confront him, Sugriv readily accepts to help them and sends search teams in all four directions. While each team proceeds in some direction Hanuman Angad and Jambavan proceed south Jambavan was supposedly created by Lord Brahma to help Lord Rama in his battle against Ravana Jambavan was also present during the churning of the milky ocean The story goes that when the world was created Lord Brahma was sitting on the lotus from the navel of Lord Vishnu He began to meditate and yawn for some time When he was yawning a bear was born This bear was called Jambavan He was called Jambavan either because he was born on Jambudvipa meaning Indian subcontinent or because he was born when Vishnu yawned Jambavan is said to be one of the immortals or chiranjeevis He was actually the king of Himalayas who took birth in the form of a bear to serve Rama Jambavan had great intelligence and was quite good at running a kingdom. He was also one of Sugriv's advisers. Jambavan also appeared in the Mahabharata. He killed a lion which took a gem called Syamantaka from Prasena after killing him. Lord Krishna came to know of this and followed Jambavan into his cave. A violent fight ensued. Finally after 18 days Jambavan discovered who Krishna actually was. He then handed over the gem to Krishna and also got his daughter Jambavati married to him. It is said that Rama had already mentioned this to him saying that when Rama defeated him Jambavan would recognize him. Jambavan was truly blessed for he had the good fortune to meet the two incarnations of Lord Vishnu in one lifetime. Two others who lived during these avatars were Parshurama and Hanuman. There is more to this story and we will hear it later. There is also the story of Jambavan and Vamana that appears in the Puranas. It explains how Jambavan lost his strength. He saw Vamana pushing the demon king Bali to Patala, the nether world. The dwarf Vamana turned into Trivikrama. He was gigantic and measured the three worlds in two steps. On seeing this, Jambavan wanted to circumambulate Trivikrama. 
when he was doing the circumambulation, he accidentally collided with Trivikrama and got injured. After this, he lost all his strength. Earlier, he had been as strong as Hanuman and could accomplish the feats Hanuman performed. The group of Hanuman, Hangad, Jambavan and few other monkey warriors search every nook and corner as advised by their king Sugriv. They didn't even leave pits, dark places or suspicious hideouts. One day, they came across a dark cave. Unsure of whether to proceed or not, the group proceeds anyways and hears the story. In the Kishkinda Kanda of the Ramayana, Sage Valmiki describes a critical situation where Hanuman, Angad and other Vanaras have exceeded the deadline given by their king Sugriv to find Sita and return to their kingdom. During the search, they encounter a wide open and impassable cavity known as the Riksha cavity, which is well guarded by a demon named Maya. Thirst and hunger begin to overwhelm them and they are fatigued and desperate for water. As they explore the area, they notice swans and waterfowls emerging from the cavity with their bodies soaked in water and tinted with lotus pollen. This sight raises their hopes of finding water. Despite their initial suspicions that the cavity might be a dangerous place, the Vanaras are encouraged by the presence of waterfowl and green trees at the entrance. Hanuman suggests that there must be a spring or pond inside and they decide to enter the cavity. Inside the dark and mysterious cavity, their vision is impaired and they are unable to see clearly. They witness various creatures including lions and other animals emerging from the darkness. Despite the discomfort, they push forward. As they explore further, they come across lotus lakes with serene waters, sturdy lotus plants and golden fishes. The cavity also houses opulent mansions made of gold and silver some with golden and silver domes and studded with lapis gems and pearls. The surroundings are adorned with beautiful trees resembling red corals and rubies, golden honeybees and honey. They also find well-crafted beds and seats adorned with gemstones and gold along with piles of utensils made of gold, silver and bell metal. While exploring, the Vanaras come across a saintly lady dressed in deer skin who maintains a controlled diet and emits her own divine light due to her asceticism. They are amazed by her presence and inquire about her identity and the owner of the cavity. The saintly lady named Swayambhrapa tells them about the legend of the black cave. It was created by a demon named Maya has a heavenly paradise on earth. However, an enraged Indra destroyed Maya's creation. Hema and Apsara then entrusted the caves and guardianship to Swayamprabha. Swayamprabha offers hospitality to the Vanaras and expresses sympathy for their plight, understanding that they had entered the cave while searching for Sita. When Hanuman requests an exit from the cave, Swayamprabha uses her ascetic powers to transport the Vanaras out of the cave, as it is impossible for any intruder to escape alive. After leaving the black cave, the Vanaras find themselves near an ocean located south of the Vindhya mountains. After this incident, the group then climbs a hilltop to get a full view of the ocean and surrounding places. In the next episode, the group meets with one of the oldest birds 
what the group doesn't realize is that they are now even closer to the destination than they were before stay tuned for more episodes of the ramayana quick note on the recreations we can't exactly know what happened however the incidents recreated come close to the texts adopted for the ramayana podcast if you like this episode and want to listen to more of the ramayana consider subscribing to the show on your favorite podcast streaming app the ramayana is available on apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify script was written by aditya and it was edited by maheshwari